Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm New York City-based senior contributor Jeff Heilman, sitting here in the offices of NYC and Company, the city's official DMO. And I'm sitting here with Chris Haywood, Senior Vice President of Global Communications. Chris, always a pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. It's always a pleasure to see you, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Chris. So um, about this time last year, summer 2018, the Bureau announced its global tourism marketing campaign, a monumental year for New York City, covering both major events and um, investment in new tourism and meeting product. Starting with events, this summer is huge for New York City. It really is. I mean, it is a monumental year. So many large-scale openings and developments, as you said, and it just continues to really amaze the visitor and the meeting planner. Uh, so much going on to keep up with. So you're getting ready for World Pride the first We're time? We're getting ready for World Pride. We're going to welcome about four to six million people next month, and it's the first time in the 19-year history of World Pride that they're actually holding it here in the United States. So it's a very exciting time. It also coincides with the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. So it's a real pivotal time for us to be having this. Which is very, it's worth noting, uh, one of my editor's uh, colleagues, Laurie Tenney, just did a piece on the LGBT Meetings Professional Association, which launched in 2016. This is now a $300 million industry for LGBTQ meetings. Well, that's incredible. I mean, there's no better place than New York City for these types of meetings. We really embrace diversity, and we want to make sure that everybody on the LGBTQ spectrum really know that they're welcome here, including the transgender community. So that's been something we've been really trying to do is really talk about the um, how how we embrace diversity and how we use that in selling New York. Absolutely. So while that's happening in June, at the same time, each of the five boroughs of this great city have been undergoing widespread, major, large-scale development, including the borough that was historically known as the forgotten borough of Staten Island. Exactly. People don't even realize that there's five boroughs in the city of New York. They think New York City is midtown Manhattan and Times Square. Um, And what they don't realize is there's a treasure trove of great, authentic, multicultural neighborhoods throughout the city. And it's really exciting to see, as you said, Staten Island finally getting a little bit of its moment in the spotlight with the opening of the Empire Outlets, which just debuted two weeks ago. So I was just at this is the first outlet shopping destination in the five boroughs of New York City. And it's beautiful. Yes, and it's been many, many years in the making. Uh, Several stores are already open, as you saw. It's a quick 25-minute ferry ride from Lower Manhattan, and you arrive there. And from a meeting perspective, there's not only the great shops for all of your delegates to enjoy, but 40,000 square feet of F&B for events. Um, There's including a 500-person beer garden and a food hall that's going to be opening uh, soon. So there are lots of options. And what I like about the venue is it's directly on the waterfront, so you can take in the uh, extraordinary views of the Manhattan skyline and you are connected by an extraordinary icon in its own right the Staten Island Ferry which takes you right past the Statue of Liberty on the way over. So that's quintessential New York if you ever wanted one. And it's an event for meeting planners to get their clients over uh, by the free Staten Island Ferry. That's an adventure in itself. It really is. There will be expanded NYC ferry service coming over the next year or so that will take people over to Staten Island. But um, right now, the Staten Island Ferry leaves every half hour and it's completely free of charge. And I like to tell people you can even have a beer or wine on the ferry and enjoy the beautiful views. And you arrive now in a destination of in its own right. Right next door to it will be the Richmond County Bank uh, Ballpark, which is where the Staten Island Yankees are. And I like to tell people, if you want to see an authentic baseball game in New York, uh, something off the beaten path, go see the Brooklyn Cyclones or the Staten Island Yankees. So that could be another opportunity for events right there next door. Uh, So it's it's very self-contained in that in its own right. Definitely. And this is sort of the, excuse me, the continuing enhancement of this historic St. George waterfront where meeting planners just up the road have also the historic St. George Theater. 
which is a phenomenal gilded treasure from the 1920s that does live shows and meeting and event space. Right next door is this incredible restaurant called Enotica Maria, where all the cooking is done by nonas. Yes. Italian, and, and they actually host corporate and entertainment executives for meetings there. That particular restaurant gets more notoriety than any other restaurant I've heard of on Staten Island, and it's really great, really authentic, and people are looking for that experiential uh, when they're coming to a place, and New York has that to offer. The St. George Theater, as you said, is magnificent. The acoustics are probably better than any theater that I know of in New York City, and it's a gem in its own right. Um, and down the street is the beautiful Snug Harbor Cultural Center, oh, yes. which offers great events um, for people, and I like to tell people to stop by the Chinese Scholars Garden, um, where you can do uh, different social events and um, any kind of event uh, where you're looking for a dramatic backdrop in the city. And it's really uh, a bucolic location where you can really feel like you're completely away. It's one of only two Chinese scholars gardens in the country. In the country, that's right. In the country, right there at the Snug Harbor Cultural Center, which is magnificent. So um, that will require um, some transportation organization, but it's it's fairly close to the St. George waterfront, as you were saying. And who knew? This is a circa 1800 haven for retired sailors that now is transformed into a multi-venue. It has a Staten Island Museum. It has outdoor event programming. In fact, we saw the Staten Island Pride celebration there two weekends ago. So that Staten Island is much more. There's a great Hilton Garden Inn that's been renovated that's very close to Newark Liberty Airport for planners. The event space there is just phenomenal, and yeah. I've been out there. The Nicolter Ballroom is one of the best in the city, and they've got extraordinary uh, locations to do all sorts of social events. One of my favorite backdrops is they actually have a ballroom that's completely walled off with glass. Mm. And I know Hillary Clinton has done a speaking engagement there years ago that got a lot of attention, but basically you're in this ballroom, and you're looking out to all this nature. It's all green, and it's basically one entire wall of the ballroom is glass. And if you look at the space, it's all very unique and extraordinarily well done for a Hilton Garden Inn. They've just cons- uh, completed actually a $4 million renovation of its 11,000 square foot ballroom. Yes. Um, and they got 32,000 square feet of total event space. So a plenty of meeting options, like you said, very close to Newark Liberty Airport and a complimentary shuttle to and from the Staten Island Ferry, which no reason why your delegates can't get that shopping in um, before coming back. Precisely. Well, we could do this whole thing on Staten Island, but let's forget, there's, not forget, there's four other boroughs and as you stand at the Empire Outlets in the distance, you can see Hudson Yards in the way distance. Oh, yes. Hudson Yards is a phenomenal new development. It's the largest private real real estate development in the history of the U.S. Um, It is going to um, offer your attendees some extraordinary options. I like to mention the shed because the shed is going to have some event space available to it when it's not uh, programming with all the great culture. Um, And it's one of the only buildings in New York City that moves on wheels. It's a versatile meeting space, so it's going to be really, really great. Um, They can accommodate up to 2,000 standing uh, in the McCourt building. um, And as I said, private events can be arranged on a limited basis. They do also are looking at doing uh, events for Fashion Week. Um, But then you have Hudson Yards. You've got great restaurants there. You've got a new Spanish food hall. You've got a Neiman Marcus um, for your delegates to really take in some very unique shopping. Um, And then right next door will be a new Equinox Hotel that will be debuting in mid-July, which is the first um, brand uh, by the Equinox uh, Fitness uh brand and it will be a hotel company um, getting ready to kick off and so that is um, going to offer 5,500 square feet of meeting space 
Uh, and again, it's all themed around fitness, wellness, lifestyle. They even have a sleep concierge that will help you get a better night's sleep. So, you know, people are looking for experiences. And I think that place will offer your delegates something extraordinary, not to mention its close proximity to the Javits Center and its extraordinary access by subway from Times Square to the Hudson Yard subway station. So it's all about accessibility and it's all about experience. Right. So the Javits Center, this is a big, this is a long-awaited, long-anticipated expansion, which is going to add some pretty dynamic space to the west side waterfront. It is, and they're going to have the largest contiguous ballroom space in the northeast. From what I understand, it's also going to have, um, I mean, the renovation itself, let's just talk about that, $1.5 billion, which will be unveiled in 2021. Five times the meeting space um, and a nearly one-acre roof farm where you can have your own vegetable picking party. Fantastic. Um, How many places do you know have vegetables on a rooftop convention center along with bees? Um, And it's a sanctuary for birds. It used to kill birds, and now it actually, uh, the Audubon Society named it one of the best places for birds to actually um, reside. So we're very, very excited about it. Um, It's going to be, um, like I said, the new ballroom space, the meeting space is going to really allow us to capture more of that convention business and hopefully drive more overnight visitation to New York City because that center gets a lot of consumer shows and what we really would hope is to try to get more of the associations and um, the business coming in, the citywide convention business. Definitely. So to to sidebar very quickly on hotel inventory. So Chris, when I started covering New York City for meetings today in 2005, I seem to remember there may be 87,000 units in the city. We're on the verge of 137,000 by the end of this year. We just reached a milestone recently here in New York City, 120,000 hotel rooms, and we will reach another 20,000. It's extraordinary just the, the breadth and depth of the hotel product in New York. And it's not just a Times Square midtown phenomenon. It's something that really exists throughout the entire city, throughout all five boroughs. Um, and you're seeing it uh, seeing it really offer uh, extraordinary options for the meeting planner. And I think, you know, the New York 5000 um, is one option. Um, that's you know, even of, our existing hotel product um, can do creative things to make the best use of your meeting space. So the New York 5000, it's a 10th anniversary, and it's a co-lo- co-location agreement between the New York Hilton Midtown and the Sheridan New York Times Square that can jointly accommodate up to 5,000 people. And then right down the street is the addition, the brand new addition Times Square that's just opened, which is really putting its mark on New York City's Times Square and providing a new level of luxury for the city. And that will have some great um, meeting space as well. There's a 1,300-square-foot penthouse, for instance, um, and they have an amazing cabaret room called the Paradise Club, Mm. so your attendees can be wowed. But not only that, we have so many new spaces across the city that have recently opened, including areas in Lower Manhattan, new hotels in Lower Manhattan that have opened up, as well as the um, Brooklyn Hotel Brooklyn Bridge is amazing. And Industry City. Industry City, yes. I mean, all these new areas that maybe people didn't hear about, which offer great meeting venues and opportunities. Uh, Over in Brooklyn, just to summarize, we have the Hotel Indigo opening in late summer in Williamsburg. So this is going to be another ultra-contemporary architecture. Um, There's a 10,000-square-foot meeting space. Um, and ballroom accommodating up to, accommodating up to a thousand people, right. um, as well as an outdoor event space and rooftops. I mean, who doesn't love a rooftop in New York? That has become a, a very special thing for meeting planners. And if you can get your meeting planners up on the rooftop, you're going to wow them. I always like to tell them about the One Hotel Brooklyn Bridge because it's one of the most extraordinary rooftops 
in New York City. Amazing. And a chef that uh, was at SLS uh, Brickell in Miami is now the head chef there. It's amazing. Right, so he's come up. It's amazing. But, but that will be hosting. Key. And we'll be hosting um, Proud, um, a convention uh, called Proud Experiences that's coming next month. Um, it, just before World Pride gets here, it's the uh, the Reed Show. It's the sister to ILTM. Oh, yes. That's right. And it's um, started last year in London, and it will be uh, sort of a high-end LGBTQ show. They've got record attendance. Um, um, and so we're hoping to cultivate a relationship with them for years to come. But it's uh, that one hotel, Brooklyn Bridge, is where where that convention will be taking place. And it's going to wow the delegates um, because it's offering something unique and experiential. And it's also on New York City's waterfront. So it's a little bit of a different side of the destination, which I think we can offer um, like no other place, is new opportunities, new venues, new um, vantage points. Right. This is the key is to get, and this, I know, you know, we have so much product here for tourism and meetings, but the key for New Yorkers too is to find these hidden gems and bring them into the neighborhoods, which the proliferation of hotel product makes possible now with our great infrastructure, our great subway system. You can get all over the city and it's safe to to go now. You can go to the Bronx, where the Lehman Center for the Performing Arts, the the, yes. the Bronx is the uh, the borough of salsa, right? So yes. salsa programming, hip hop programming, those are offsite opportunities. And the Bronx is also blooming. Blooming. You have the New York Botanical Garden. Yes. You've got Wave Hill. You've got some very cool venues, and you've got the city's real little Italy called Arthur Avenue. Arthur Avenue. So right. that's amazing. But to your point, the boroughs and the neighborhoods are really the new story of New York. You can look at Queens and what they have to offer. Obviously, the U.S. Open is the biggest big event that they host every year, but those venues have been upgraded and you've got great cultural opportunities and great food options in Queens and Queens we got to talk about the TWA hotel well you were just there and so was I for the ribbon cutting it's mm. extraordinary and it really is bringing glamour back to our airport and really uh, really uh, taking the 1962 TWA flight center and presenting it as a new beautiful 512 room hotel with extraordinary meeting space they have 58 meeting rooms and they have extraordinary square feet 50,000 square feet they even have a rooftop infinity pool I know with food and beverage by the Gerber group um, they have a John George Von Richten restaurant it really is kind of redefining that airport experience and I think it will draw meeting planners from the tri-state area that are looking to wow their delegates it's connectable by public transportation whether you're taking the Long Island Railroad or subway to the air train and you get right off of this terminal the JetBlue terminal and you're right there in this glamorous hotel and you can really create a unique experience we are delighted with this project, um, and I think MCR Development have done a fantastic job. They're the same people that did the Highline Hotel. The Highline Hotel, right. And he's Tyler Morse. Um, he's on NYC and Company's board. He's done just an extraordinary job, really looking at every detail imaginable to restore this icon to its 1962 grandeur. So we're very excited about that project. As you say, it's really exciting. The other thing I want to mention really quickly is a Statue of Liberty Museum that just also recently oh, yes. opened as the Empire Outlets did, and that is another great venue right on statue on Liberty Island um, where people can learn about the history and heritage of the island. And by the way, Liberty Island is a great place to do events. So more information to come on how the museum is going to offer events, but the um, Statue of Liberty folks um, do an amazing job events, uh, producing events on Liberty Island as well as on Ellis Island. So that's something for the meeting planner to look at. Yeah, this monumental year keeps going. I mean, you think about going back to Hudson Yards in early 2020, we get a observation deck on the 100th floor of 30 Hudson Yards. The Ta- Edge. The Edge, tallest uh, outdoor observation yes. deck in the Western Hemisphere with event space on the 101st 
floor. Can you beat it? No, we got a preview of it a few months ago, and I have to tell you the views are just extraordinary. Looking across towards uh, the east side of Manhattan, you get a completely different vantage point of the city, and it's very exciting to see that. That is going to have a glass bottom right on the observation deck, and like you said, the event space is going to be tremendous, and they are doing a great job with the food and beverage. They're looking at all the different details to make sure, again, that we wow the meeting delegate, and that is perfect with the convention center being right next door, so you can really create a self-contained meeting experience. I mean, you are. This goes back to the Mayor Bloomberg's era, to the, the, the conscious decision to make tourism meetings primary economic pillars for the city. It's paid off beyond wildest. You've got 17 international offices now. Yes. Just opened in Singapore last year. Yes. Right. So the word is getting out, and people. Uh, your latest data says 6.2 million meetings delegates last year. That's that puts you right behind Las Vegas at 6.6. That's pretty significant. Well, meetings are very, very important to New York City tourism, and um, it's gonna continue to be a focus of the destination, and we've got such a tremendous backdrop to showcase to meeting planners that we wanna encourage them. If you haven't seen New York before, you need to reconsider the destination or come for the first time if you've never been and make it NYC. That's the Our Meetings campaign that we really wanna push, and we wanna encourage, um, encourage planners to take a look at us. We have a lot of options. Um, everyone thinks New York is ex- is expensive. There's ways that we can maybe work with you to, um, to make your meeting more manageable. And we've got a destination services team in-house that do a lot of work to really help the planner navigate this five-borough destination, which can be a little ambitious um, when you bring your meeting to New York. You know, how do, how do I navigate? How, you know, how do, where do I start? How do I move my delegates around? How do I generate record attendance? And we have an in-house team that does that free of charge. So we like to remind people that our service um, level here is, is uh, way above what you might find in another destination and we really pride ourselves on that so make it nyc and that's the website for meeting planners make it nyc.com yes it's nycgo.com slash make it nyc absolutely well it's a big apple turnover like never before chris (laughs) jeff it's great to see you and thank you so much for showcasing all this great new stuff for our great city absolutely our readers can read a little bit more about this in our july in my july 2019 coverage of new york city for meetings today uh pleasure again and uh, onward and upward for new york city always thank you jeff thank you Thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. Check out the podcast section on meetingstoday.com for a wealth of other broadcasts featuring some of the dynamic personalities and thought leaders in the meetings industry.